Hey, question for you. Ready to make an impact and a living in the new year? From now until the end of the year, when you enroll in Lumia, you'll get $500 off the cost of tuition plus 12 hours of additional business classes and training. Head to lumiacoaching.com to book your call or enroll now. Make 2023 the year you become a coach. Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. You know, my football number in high school when I was on the team but didn't play was 27, and I wonder if I subconsciously picked 27 because that was my football number. I don't know. It's interesting. Well, maybe it's not interesting. I think it's kind of interesting. I think anything that you realize is happening that you didn't know is interesting because it's information. Also, I think it's just fascinating as human beings, how much we pull from uh, what's underneath instead of just logic. All right. Here are 27 of my life tips And um, I'll try to go, it's a lot, so I'll try to go as fast as I can. I hope that uh, some of them resonate for you. I hope that uh, some of them maybe give you a a shift in perspective or something uh, to, to think about. Number one, create sweat, turn your dial to curious, and do everything you can to live on a higher frequency Everything else will fall into place. Okay, so create. I don't think I could live without creating. I also don't think I could live without donuts and sex and motorcycles. But creating, creating the uh, permission to give yourself to be creative. Uh, I don't think it's extra. I think a lot of people believe it's you know something you do when you have uh, spare time. We are creative beings as we are spiritual beings, as we are sexual beings. And so um, being creative for me is uh, it's foundational. Sweat is something I discovered uh, at about 35 when I did my first uh, squat. And um, it doesn't matter what the, what the uh, sweat is, what the, what the fitness is, but uh, or movement. It could be hiking. It could be, uh, uh, like in my case, functional fitness and uh, lifting weights. It could be uh, Pilates. It could be yoga. It doesn't matter. But I, I really believe that um, we're meant to move, and there are so many benefits. And obviously, you, you, you. I'm sure you know, um, as far as like brain chemistry and uh, elevation of mood and all that. But, but more than that, uh, I think it's the the fastest way to earn something. Because it, it takes nothing but to just make a decision and go do it, right? And to really um, push yourself when you feel like it. So earning your sweat uh, has been a game changer for me. And uh, I think we should practice it daily, you know? Um, and then turning your dial to curious, because I think uh, being curious is where you can block judgment and expand. I think uh, if not, you'll default to judgment. That's just a world we live in. And judgment constricts you, curiosity expands you. And then the uh, whole thing about higher frequency. I lived on worry and dread. 
Did I see worry in dread? That's really interesting. Maybe that's what it was. It wasn't worry and dread. It was worry inside of dread. It was like an M&M of the, 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 the candy shell of dread. And then the peanut was the worry inside. Um, that was the frequency I lived on for my 20s, a lot of my 30s. Uh, I think it was also passed down through my, my parents. Um, but that dread, that worry really put me into a lower frequency and uh, acquiring the ability to pull myself out of the lower frequencies and live higher, you know. And I won't get into the higher frequencies, but obviously love, creativity. We just talked about curiosity, um, gratitude, joy optimism. Anyway, number two, be kind always. Holy shit. I'm only on number two. We have 27. We may have to cut this podcast in half since uh, my whole thing is to put it in the shot glass. Um, be kind. I don't know if you know this, but uh, it also produces serotonin and boosts your immune system. If you didn't know, which I think is really interesting. Number three, forgive every single day um people have hurt you and they will continue to hurt you forgiveness i think is a practice you know i don't think it's something that you do when you um just go through a breakup uh forgiveness is a daily wash if not i think it accumulates and you ha- you just walk with white knuckles and you're you're you become very reactive instead of uh, responsive so we have a responsibility to forgive, I think, starting with who we choose to love and then um, throughout, like everyone in our, in our life. But also, I think on, ma- on a macro level, too, I think forgiveness, uh, people you don't even know, uh, you know, politicians and people you don't like and, you know, people that uh, are on the planet that you are aware of and uh, they have affected you in some way broken trust with you or you're angry about something um the daily wash of forgiveness i think is uh it's prescribed as far as being on this this planet and uh again forgiveness is a practice not a light switch next one is to live a through you life not a to you life um because a, a to you like if you believe that life happens to you then um, the mindset of that produces victim mode, right? It creates prison bars. And so uh, it's going to be really hard to feel empowered. And so if you try to live a through you life or through me life, when I think about my life, I try to get out of my own way knowing there's something greater happening. And I know it sounds kind of hokey, but it's, it's a mindset. It's powerful. Like if you don't make it about you, there's so much fearlessness in it because you believe that you are a conduit, right? You believe that you have a responsibility in this world to get out of your own way and allow your gifts, allow your um, presence, allow your story, allow everything that is greater than you to be a catalyst to other people. And then when you when you make it about other people – yeah, you become fearless, you know, your problems become small. So I think it's really powerful. It's something I um, kind of discovered through my journey, uh, living a, a through me life instead of a to me life is uh, it's life changing. Next one, build the bus while you're driving it. I say this all the time. Um, 
I did a, I'm sure I did many podcasts on this, but uh, simply put, say yes to things if you feel it in your gut. Just go, just do, and then figure it out on the way, not for the results. And this is where it's tricky because most people think, well, um, I, I did, it didn't work, or I failed. It's about the action of you doing that to have a stronger muscle so you acquire that ability, right? So it's not about if the bus goes because the bus can stop many buses that you um, build uh, is is not going to work. You know, it's going to break down or it's, it's, it's really not going to catch momentum, but it's the action. It's the pattern. It's the muscle that you're building of driving the bus, building the bus while you're driving it that uh, will eventually pay off. That will get you to, move forward and accomplish things. All right. Next one, love as honest as you can until the relationship, until the relationship doesn't feel honest anymore. And by honest as you can, I mean, you're doing everything you can until you basically start breaking up with yourself, right? So you got to be honest with yourself and love in an honest way. By doing everything you can, meaning working through, you know, all the shit that comes up and taking ownership and going to therapy, you know, whatever that looks like for you. And then even after all that, after a certain amount of time, the relationship doesn't feel honest to you, then maybe the relationship has expired. Next one, always try to understand before trying to be understood. This is um, something that uh, I think is really important in any relationship, but especially your intimate relationship. It creates rich foundation for any kind of arguing, any kind of conflict, um, any kind of communication. Try to understand before trying to be understood. Next one, a pet peeve of mine, when someone gives you a dead fish handshake and doesn't make eye contact with you, oh, it bothers me so much. It's very telling of kind of like who they are, where they're at in their life, what they think about themselves. Um, It's also a little kind of disrespectful to the person that they are, um, you know, saying hi to. Uh, so I believe that you should make eye contact and shake a hand firmly and mean it. Um, I think it says a lot about you. Daydreams are more important than night dreams. What I mean by this is, uh, allow yourself to have dreams during the day that you're consciously visualizing what you want for yourself, right? At night, your dreams are not, uh, uh, they're not, you're not, they're not really in your power. They're um, stuff that's happening underneath. Um, and I know people have different ideas of what dreams are, but during the day, they are intention filled, right? You're aware of your daydreams. Next one, use sunblock. Next one, <laughs> progress over perfection always. I'm saying next one because I lost track of – I numbered these wrong. Next one, uh, people are not concerned with you as much as you think they are. Next one, I know nothing is the best place to start. If you don't know where to start, just start with a clean canvas by saying to yourself, I know nothing. Because if you feel like you know nothing and now you're ready to learn – you're not going into something with uh, judgments or old blueprints. Speaking of blueprints, next one, toss the old blueprints, especially the ones that don't line up with your truth anymore. 
I think many of us hold on to blueprints uh, either from our parents, from society, or from us, but an older version of us, and we've grown and evolved, and we keep trying to trace this old blueprint, and we realize, what am I doing? This, these aren't even things that I want anymore, right? So make sure that your blueprints are fresh. They're hot off the press. That term, by the way, um, is – holy shit. That, that doesn't even hold up anymore because uh, if you're like a, a Gen Z, a Gen Zer – you don't know what a press is. You don't know what a print a printing press is. You know what a screen is. So the term hot off the press is gone. It's all. <laughs> all right. Just sitting here, just lying here dating myself. I'm lying down, by the way, doing this podcast. That's why. Uh, next one. Don't expect things from people. You will always be let down. I should say always, but... Uh, you know, when we have expectations, we create cliffs, we fall off these cliffs, and then we get angry and resentful. Um, I do it all the time. I do it in my intimate relationship. I do it with uh, friends. I do it with people around me. Um, so not to have expectations. I know it's hard, but just expect less. Next one, making a choice to no longer be negative or surrounding yourself with negative people is going to change your life. This reminds me of um, what I see as a fish tank. And I see a dirty fish tank and I see us swimming in our own shit. If we constantly think negative thoughts, allow ourselves to spin in our cognitive distortions and then surround ourselves with negative people, most likely because you have history with these people, you went to high school with these people, you feel like a loyalty to them, but they are negative and unhappy and taking you hostage. You are in a dirty fishbowl swimming in your own shit. you got to hop that. If you want to um, thrive and evolve and grow, right? You got to get out of that little bowl and jump into the ocean. And that means um, possibly, possibly losing friendships. I don't know. Next one. I, I, oh, I'm a big fan of this one. Try to see the spirit of who someone is uh, as well as their story instead of judging them on their actions and behavior. You know, most people are reactive. I was a walking reaction. And if you judge people on that, you're, you're not going to see kind of the true spirit of who they are. And if you intentionally, and it's so hard to do it with people that we love because those are the people that we're the most comfortable with. And so we just, you know, bark at them because of the way they treat us or what they said. But if you really kind of try to see the spirit of, of who that person is, um, you start to see their story. You start to see their upbringing and why they do what they do and what they've gone through. And suddenly you really humanize this person and you're a lot more forgiving. I wish also more people around me would see the, the, the spirit of who I am. Usually the spirit of you is when you were the most in your solid self. Um, for me, I think it was like, like the image that I have is, this 12-year-old uh, Korean boy <laughs> with a bull haircut. No, actually, no, not a bull haircut. By 12, I was using aqua spray with a pompadour, um, Adidas kicks and windbreakers, fat laces, spinning on my head, feeling free, fearless, you know? I wasn't scared yet. Life didn't scare me. And I was breakdancing. I was part of a crew. I was the runt of the crew, so I felt protected. And so, man, the... The day was wide, and 
I lost myself in flow states. I was also, you know, when you're 12, it's kind of the wonder years where you, where you start liking girls and all the, 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 the chemistry and feelings of um, chasing girls and the feeling you get when someone likes you back, like all of that, uh, that really captured the spirit of who um, my name wasn't John then it was, it was Chargi, but uh, um, the spirit of who I was, was what I, th- what I think about myself. I think about that time. Um, and then I actually think about um, probably like recent, like, you know, um, late forties. Uh, I'm a late bloomer and I feel like uh, my late forties is, is when I really kind of, swam too far to turn back and got some traction in life. And, um, you know, I don't really care about, I don't want to say I don't care about what people think. Cause that would be a lie. Of course, everyone does, but not to the point where it impacts, um, what I do, what I create, how I live my, my, my life or, or, uh, how I design my day. Right. And so, uh, so let's just say I care less today about, what people think of me, uh, I, I, I definitely ex- exchange truth for membership a lot less these days. And so when you do that, I think you could kind of tap into the spirit of, of, of who you are. All right, almost done here. Next one is uh, to live inside out instead of outside in. And this is really simple. It's uh, live pulling from your solid self instead of um, – allowing the world commercials advertising society to determine your um, definitions and your choices pull from within and allow that to ripple out. If that makes sense. If you live outside in uh, you will always be powerless. You will always be living someone else's life. Next one, stop judging your experiences. That's how you ruin them. Next one, love your parents. They didn't know as much as you. They did less with more. Me being a fairly new parent, holy shit, do I have an appreciation for parents, especially single parents, superheroes in this world. Uh, Be a great leader by being a better student. So instead of leading with, with, uh, with an iron fist, leading by being curious and wanting to learn. I think those make the, the the greatest leaders. Next one, be a weirdo. Your uniqueness and potential lives there. So I'm saying to color outside the lines, I'm saying to um, not only color outside the lines, but use the giant box of crayons, you know, and it's okay to be quote unquote weird. The most interesting people are weird. I don't think weird is a bad word. I love the word weird. I, I see weird next to artist, you know, and mad scientist. And um, anyway, next one, be gentle with yourself. We always need that reminder. You know, you got to start with you. And so if you can't be gentle with you, how do you expect others to if you're treating yourself harshly? That being said, I know it's harder to be gentle with you, obviously, it's it's then to you know be gentle with someone else. So, next one. Um, well, we were talked about sweating daily, but uh, I'll just go down to the last one because the one after that is the, the last one, and it's the tattoo I have on my right arm, and it says "Resist Nothing," and I got that because I really believe that um, 
in our resistance is where the growth soil is so rich. And what I mean, what I mean by that is um, when we resist something, I'm not talking about our protection mechanism, right? I'm not saying that us running from uh, something dangerous to resist that. I'm saying our natural resistance, um, let's say in relationships or if we, if there's someone that we don't like, um, Usually right behind our resistance is, is a running as in a reaction or holding up a shield. Um, we have the pattern of not leaning into our resistance because it's uncomfortable. And so I think in that discomfort, whether that resistance is emotional or whatever that is, um, I think resistance is a giant sandbox for growth if you lean into it. And not white knuckle it and just do it for the sake of doing it, whatever you're resisting, but to explore it and ask yourself where that resistance is coming from. Following that thread down will give you a lot of more um, understanding of self. And that understanding, I think, is the uh, is a huge piece of then evolving and growing. I mean, knowing and learning about yourself is an ongoing process, you know, until we die. Thank you for listening. Those are my uh, 27 life lessons. I mean, I have a lot more, but um, a few that come to my mind that that I, I really try to live by and that really helped me. Um, before we go, just a little housekeeping. I recently launched private communities uh, for people to get off of social media and jump into a community where we can rebuild ourselves through, through each other. They kind of hang on the topics of my books. So um, I have a men's group in there, Miserable Fucks. I have a, a relationship community called Stop Me, It's You. And uh, the biggest community is the Single on Purpose community. And um, you don't have to be single to be a part of that community, but uh, lots of single people trying to connect to themselves first while they um, also look for someone they want to invest in. So uh, just go to my uh, Instagram at the angry therapist and click my bio link and you can jump into my communities and uh, we do live uh, groups and it's super active in there. I will see you inside. Thank you for listening. Thank you.